0: hello and welcome back to black girl Cops reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of titans this is season three episode nine entitled souls this episode was written by richard hatem directed by boris mojavasky i think i got it right that time um i gave this episode a 7.8 out of 10. it wasn't horrid let me put that out there Um, This is a review based on primarily um, preference. So with that being said, (laughs) I don't want it to feel as if it's a a terrible episode of television because it wasn't that. I couldn't put my finger on it until I just realized and opened up myself to my own bias and said I just don't care that much about Rachel. And we brought back another character, Hank I thought we were done with and donna another character and i have while i really like donna i have an issue bringing her back because the show decided to kill her off in a stupid manner in season two and then they automatically went into course correcting now i will say um At least they waited nine episodes into the show to go back to her character. To allow time for the death to really still be impacting the teammates. Particularly with what happened to Jason. That's why I say that the episode itself wasn't terrible. It just... I I really just didn't care. There's no personal investment. Even with liking Donna. Because there's the other side of my talking point which is if you make a decision to kill a character you gotta stick with it you can't then automatically go into well i'll just you know bring the character back that in my humble opinion shoddy writing because if that's where you were gonna go you could have actually done it a lot more um or used a, a little bit more finesse in it instead of having that really stupid death and then you have rachel just go off to be the amazons and the entire time i don't have any notes for this episode by the way (laughs) i watched it right before bed and then i kind of forgot most of it so this is gonna be a very short review um i'm just gonna give my broad strokes of how i felt and then we'll jump into the feedback and i'm sure the ladies may have some better counterpoints um but let's let's just go start with rachel we pick back up with her she's learning to harness her powers which is great however this whole need for everybody to be a kung fu master can we just stop we don't need everybody to do kung fu it's fine having a character who would not naturally be someone that's like oh i know kung fu learning how to and i get their amazon warriors so they're just teaching her how to be a warrior what else is she supposed to do but girl you got powers you ain't got to learn how to kung fu but <laughs> she's still trying to bring rachel back um or donna back where did i get rachel from rachel's her name <laughs> uh i guess she learns that because she's preparing to leave uh what's the island called them them or something like that but she understands that donna is at some type of pivotal moment and this whole thing with donna going to save bruce what the fu- i thought we were done with geriatric bruce I don't see any reason why we should be developing a character that A, can't even be said character, and B, no one cares about. No one gives a fuck about- this isn't not the Bruce Batman show. Bruce Wayne as a character should not be a character. He's a plot point for the other character, um, Dick Grayson. That's how it should stay. Any alone scenes with Bruce Wayne is absolutely undeserved unwarranted should not have happened so the fact that he was trying to kill himself i don't fucking care i I don't what i just thought this was so randomly thrown in that it just felt it just felt so meh like it, it just felt Completely constructed just to move things from point A to point B. And I told—I I did say earlier that Bruce Wayne was going to come back to Gotham. Like, clearly if Scarecrow don't want to fuck with shit because Bruce Wayne's gone, he's up and up the ante because of it. And the Titans can't stay. Now that they're umero numero number one, like, nobody's going to want to fucking deal with the Titans after this. Like, look how you fucked this up. <laughs> I... I appreciate the effort to try to do more with Rachel's character but I think that it's really hard with the actress that portrays Rachel I've said it once I'll say it a million times she's unfortunately just too young and doesn't have that kid magic that some kids you know do and don't have it's not even a horrid you know no one reaches the peak of their um, maturity or acting in that age even if you want to be an actor or actress at that age you still have to grow and a lot of the the situational things that's going on with Rachel is some pretty mature concepts that maybe as a person she doesn't fully grasp because she hasn't been there in her personal development yet to be able to really showcase that on the screen once again this is my personal take but i do like rachel as a character i just like her when she's with the titans if i have to have her like her on a standalone episode just doesn't work for me um but she was not as bad as the donna and hate black and white uh and then uh what's his name fuck i keep forgetting his name <laughs> um Damn, I forgot his name. Tim Drake. There we go. Uh, I appreciated his arc more than anything else because he acknowledged exactly, like, oh, I wanted to be Robin. I, I called myself being big and bad. And yet, when it came down to it, I was a fucking coward. And then I ran away <laughs> to get shot in the back. So I thought his whole, and then Donna telling him, you're not, you're a hero. I'm like, uh, I think that's a little premature. He needs a lot more training other than I think I can. And that was supposed to be the the lesson of him dying this entire time because he chose to do something or involve himself something because he thought he could just do it. Oh, all I have to do is be a good enough detective. That's not it. Clearly you need a lot more to be a hero and sacrifice. So that plot point worked for me. But the whole Donna and Hank reunion, Hank's all just happy and I found an escape out and it's across this bridge. I'm glad the bridge did not bring back Hank too because that would be one too many. But they still leave the option open for that to be a thing, right? I hope she's grieving for me. What, you can't see that in the afterlife? I guess not. (laughs) How did they all seem to manage to make their way to each other in the afterlife in this black and white forest? There's no explanation. I'm not sure I even needed one. But it's just one of those concepts that you don't want to think about too much. But at the same time, they're trying to to give it all to you. <laughs> make it work. Those uh, Dementor-like creatures from Harry Potter showing up I thought was funny. They can construct what weapons they want it's just a whole lot this episode was definitely needed to bring donna back into the picture clearly tim drink is gonna be a different person because of this and he you know apparently she's gonna adopt him too but as i stated at the onset killing a character and then being able to open that loophole for them to come back takes away all the suspense terror drama that comes with a character death. So now that Rachel has this ability that she discovers, I mean, did she really even bring him back though? Technically seemed to be Hank finding <laughs> a loophole in the in the death system than anything else. But what? She just gonna make her way back. Uh, and there's a spoiler out there that I discussed in some previous episodes. Um that I'm, uh, I feel like I'm right on. Because I put it in my spoiler prediction. Which makes it even... <sighs> <sighs> and I guess Hank got to finally be with his original dove. And that story was so long ago. It took me a minute to figure out who the fuck this person was. Uh, guys. Guys. Hank battling demons. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is Bruce going to come back to Gotham anyway? He can't suit up. Y'all know he cannot sue up. He suit up. He does not have the rights to actually play Batman. All we needed was the bat symbol at the end of this season. That would have been good enough. But they're just so intent on shoving this character in when nobody asked for him. So I guess eventually Hank is going to make his way back i just don't like the fact that everyone just got to get a do-over and donna was predicted we knew donna was coming back because they were promoting her as part of the team even though she did i think those are all my feelings i'm sure there'll be something else in the feedback that might trigger but for the most part i think i've said all i needed to say about the episode uh it's just one of those episodes that didn't need to happen but It wasn't necessarily a great, it it was a lot of characters that unfortunately my personal investment is not in. But maybe things will get better with Donna. I didn't like Donna in this episode. (laughs) I don't even know why. Maybe because she was surrounded, she was giving pep talks to everybody and then talking about how she died in a terrible manner like whoa why would ever a hero think they died in a stupid manner even though it's true but that felt more like the audience than the actual character so let's head on into the feedback
1: I am here to give my feedback for Titan Season 3, Episode 9, I believe this is. Correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm not right, because I did miss out on last week's episode. So I might be a little bit off with my episode, the name, the number of episodes. Um, I am going to get right into it. My son has his game tonight, so and I know you have your deadline getting our feedback in so let me do this um I personally was not the biggest fan of this episode so I'll just say that first and foremost so that's just me um I just it just it was not my cup of tea um I will some of the stuff just didn't make sense to me in regards to how they went about the in-between afterlife or whatever uh (laughs) Uh, the transition <laughs> to the afterlife that um, we saw Donna, Hank, and Tim. My biggest issue is, oh, uh, not my biggest, but one of my issues was just that I don't. I'm kind of not quite understanding the whole order of things because it seemed like Hank, who sh- should have been there, well, not no shoulda, he was there the least amount of time seems to be the most immersed in the whole world of, the, of what's going on um, than Donna, who's been there for months. And so I'm like, what has she been doing? Like, she's been on that train the whole time. I don't know, it just didn't make sense. So like some of the stuff, I, I wasn't understanding. Like why, I, and, and you know, again, why was Hank, you know, able to understand what was going on? Is it because he accepted the life? but but he's not really, he didn't, he got off the train, so he didn't really accept, I, I don't really get it, I don't. I mean, and somebody, you, me, me, y'all can explain it to me, but it just didn't make any sense that where Hank was has all the knowledge when he's been there the least amount of time compared to him and Donna, and Donna just doesn't know what the hell is going on. So was she, again, when she sitting on the train the whole time, like just contemplating her life, And that's one of the things that always irritated me about Donna. I didn't give any feedback in previous um, seasons. So, and this is the first real, real time we've had her in this season, is that she always seems to have to be talked into stuff. And, you know, it's like, I I mean, I just, I I just, it just, I don't know, it just bothers me. Um, The Tim thing, I mean, it made sense for this to be... For, I don't, I, I again, mean, I, I'm just not a fan of this, of the of that whole storyline. So I'm not even. I did like the fact that we saw Donnie again. We saw the Hank and Donnie reunion because it was sad how he went out. So um, getting to see that was great. Um, and I'm sure there's going to be some reason that they had to go through this experience. So we had to get Donna back. We, we reintroduced to Rachel and this episode and um of course uh, <clears throat> her character her story in this one was very irritating for me and so and i can probably say you know um me and teenagers are just not um i don't have the patience for dealing with that because uh, of what's going on in my own household maybe her shenanigans, and this one was extra annoying because of that, um, because she was being a teenager, defiant, not thinking, thinking she knows what she's doing, uh, call, you know, all that stuff. So, um, yeah. So I'm, i I maybe my, <laughs> my lens for watching um, her particular scenes were a bit more grating on my nerves than they would be but uh who knows so again yeah if uh if i'm out of pocket just say yeah you out of pocket i'm fine you know and i i think i've mentioned this before i might not have but i'm not a huge batman fan i mean i've watched some of the movies not all of them um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just not a huge fan of Batman or the bat family. That's why I didn't initially hop on the Titan train and want to immediately get into it because I was just not, not that you know, I wasn't that interested. And, um, yeah, like I said, the, I think I've said before, I mean, I've seen my kids watch the cartoon Teen Titans, but that's about the extent of my knowledge of it and that's not, I'm not even watching it. I just making sure what they're watching is appropriate checking in on them um but um yeah i just it's just and then how they're doing batman i'm just not i'm just not understanding what where they're going with it that whole suicide i mean where did that come from doesn't he know that jason's alive doesn't he know um, not really you know what i mean uh came back to life doesn't he want to know what the hell is going on he's not getting any messages he just goes to this castle or this estate and does his will and testament and is gonna kill himself. And then the whole thing with Donna just showing up out of nowhere, how does she even know? Is that supposed to be divine intervention? How, you know, how does she even know to go there to get him at that particular time? So I'm guessing that's what it is. It's just, it's just, just, It's just a lot of things that just didn't make sense to me, but that's just me. That's all I have um, in regards to um, this one. It's, you know, I'm not gonna spend <laughs> 10 minutes bashing and talking bad. I like I like the Hank, I think I mentioned this, if not, you know, Hank, uh, that when he was talking about why he was there, I thought that was funny. I thought, you know, so he, there were some funny moments in there. And like I said, I loved the reunion with him and his brother and, um, Anyway, I'm sure all this is going to tie into something um, at some point, but that doesn't mean I have to like it because it's going to tie into something later on or make more sense at a later date. Um, Maybe I'll think better or view this episode in a different light at that time, but as it stands presently, um, eh. Anyway, on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and black or magic, queen of the couch. I'm shy
0: that was shy with her thoughts on the episode i thought that was a very fair review she was saying i was gonna drag her i'm like me drag what do you mean <laughs> but no that's a, a pretty good breakdown of the episode they were pretty much on the same page there uh yes it's very frustrating watching teenagers be teenagers mainly because you kind of expect them because of the events that have occurred that are so much past the teenage phase like it's it's fine if it shows in a little bit but you you're on a fucking different island people have died you you, you know dragons your daddy i just feel as if we've moved past that where we don't where i don't want to see rachel act in that manner because i feel she's should be a little bit surpassing that but that's just you said to each their own uh with that one Dada has been dead for months and that the fact she'd be on that train and don't know shit what the fuck is that all about like they could have explained it better like maybe rachel was holding on to her soul and that's why she never was released but no they didn't do anything that's where i met with this episode is the execution was definitely poorly done <laughs> left way too many open questions and things that didn't necessarily make since if you delve deeper into the actual past the banter side of it yes it was funny when hank was talking about how he died um but how he has a car running or i mean it, it, it's just silly you know um i love batman i love batman in the comics but a lot of the iterations that end up on screen unfortunately are awful they're just awful i mean if you go back in the 1995 era when michael keaton was doing it it wasn't terrible but you can't go back and watch that because the animation now is just beyond it didn't survive time right so you don't have too many present iterations of batman that aren't a cartoon on live action that's good it's just not uh the dark knight was not bad i will say the first (laughs) movie (laughs) I will say that Christian Bale did a great job playing and they had a lot of good things around it but then they kind of failed with Bane like yeah Tom Hardy as Bane was awful so I, I just I don't know what it is when it comes to translating Batman to the screen that so many people just don't succeed in it but there there it is um but the comic book stories are actually really good that's why i don't get it i don't get it every single time i i'm very confused and at this point in time yeah the whole batman would have killed himself thing i thought that was stupid um he would have built himself back up that's where he's supposed to be at this castle like if you're gonna follow the actual comics and you want to put him in there for some fucking reason then he would have been as himself back up to go back and retake gotham and he either would have been in bloodshed or he would have decided to recommit back to his thing I-, I don't know what they're doing with batman and we shouldn't care it shouldn't be in the story it's not the batman show it's titans so i think every time they pivot back to this character it's a mistake um yeah that was really stupid when she showed up and he was like am i dead no no you're dead. Not anymore. I'm like, oh, God, why? Why? Why would you do that? Why? <laughs> I was so upset. So very, very upset. I'm better now. I am better now. So, um, yeah, I think that's it. I have to comment on your feedback. I think we're just, like you said, we're on the same page here. Uh, which leaves last and certainly not least Queen uh, Mimi Let's hear what she has to say
2: what up Stina it's Mimi this is my feedback for Titans season 3 episode 9 souls I've literally tried to do this introduction like 6 times and I don't know what's wrong with me well I do know what's wrong with me but I need to get it together I am tired and I'm sure you remember me saying I'm on the struggle bus I I'm gonna try and get through this without sounding like a complete idiot but I did write notes so hopefully this helps so first I want to start off with the scene because I I know in the little like thumb thumbprint or thumbnail I forget what they call it but the little opening screen when you're clicking on titans I was like is that raven I was like no that's not raven and then the scene starts and I'm like that is raven wait is it his raven is that raven I swear I we're in episode nine and i honestly can say that i forgot this heifer existed (laughs) did not even like i remember her not being in episode one and and i don't know if i brought it up or you brought somebody brought it up and i was like oh yeah she is she wasn't there and i swear i forgot she was even a titan i legit did not even know she existed and i clearly forgot what she looked like because the whole time i'm like no that's a different girl they must have maybe they wanted to make her older and i know you know in like titans at least (laughs) teen Titans, because that's the only kind of reference i have i know teen titans is like a cartoon in a comedy i don't even know if it's similar to how titans are really goes but it's the only reference i have but i know beast boy is in love with raven so i was like well maybe they wanted to make her like more age appropriate because the age gap between the two is really big and that's creepy um even though the actor that plays beast boy looks young he is a lot older than her and i was like okay they, that's cool and then the acting started and i was like nah that's that bitch <laughs> i'm not gonna lie she, she i think she got like a scotch bigger but it's not significant because the scene i can't i can't remember what it was i don't know if she was like it was like right when she was trying to breathe down her back and those like black squiggly smoke like tendrils came out the faces she was making i was like she is really like i always wonder like who auditioned with her to make her the best candidate or who does she know that got her the part because she's like i know like acting isn't easy and i'm not saying like it's a reason i'm not an actress I never had the interest it seems like something I would not be good at like I would probably legit be like the way you kissed me you have to love me it's like it's acting you love me I would be falling in love with all my co-stars like I know it I couldn't do it that's just me but I just don't understand how the best candidate was her because there's some kid actresses and actors that are phenomenal and you're like man they are the, the best and then you got people like her she is not very good like I said I think she might have got a little bit better but not enough like her scenes were kind of boring um if I'm being honest when she was you know um the scene where she was in like the circle and they were like telling her about how she like you know could have ruined uh donna's soul or whatever she was a little dis- disrespectful ass bitch and her acting made me annoyed with the scene but the whole like premise behind it it's like calling them cowards like bitch you came there like they are a society that existed long before you they have been in the mix of things and nobody known they exist so how do you say how do you go in somebody else's house and start talking shit about them like and who who are you like to to determine what makes someone a coward or not like you literally jump clear across the freaking dimensions just to you know bring donna back like that doesn't even make sense And if they brought people back long before you, what makes you think they need you? Like the lady said, you know, I know it can happen. I've seen it. Well, it clearly ain't have nothing to do with you, Raven, because you weren't even you weren't even born yet. If she's seen it before. I don't know. I, I don't know what the whole like goal was to bring Raven there. I don't know if it was just a way to get the actress out of the way, but she was not the best part of this episode. And I did like this episode. Um, I actually liked it way more than I would have imagined I, I liked it because you know <laughs> um, you got Tim Donna and Hank like who <laughs> who would have thought Hank would have been this I really that when he showed up it really honestly uh, caught me off guard and um I just <laughs> I want to point out because I know um, you know the with the way that i I don't i don't know tv production works and the producers or whatever that there is a link between um the the cw and um hbo max but i was like somebody was legit like somebody from supernatural was legit a writer on this show i don't need to dig deep to find that out because i swear to god hank stepped out into the fucking afterlife looking like dean Win- winchester from fucking supernatural from the car to his attitude him driving the angles like who fucking wrote this shit i'm pretty sure it was um what was his name his name's bob b somebody or the other he was like in charge of he was like the showrunner for supernatural like hank did not act like that when he was alive who wrote that is my question And if you've never seen, if you don't know who Dean Winchester is, you don't get the reference, but if you know, you know, and I'm pretty sure that was the same writer. I'm not mad because Dean is one of my favorite like characters of all time. Just, you know, I, I love, I loved him, the character Dean, like so much so that Darren and I even agree. If we have another boy, his name will be Dean i'm trying to push for his middle name to be winchester but so far it's a no-go but there's still hope and i feel like if i get pregnant you ain't gonna tell me what i'm gonna do anyway that's beside the point that cracked me up and the line where he (laughs) was like telling donna how he died and he said that uh he uh jason turned into some so red hood he was like death stroke meets gimp I was rolling because I honestly never even put that shit together but he does kind of look like Deathstroke and it's funny because we know Deathstroke scared the shit out of Jason like fucking terrified him so much so that the motherfucker was having nightmares after the fact and Deathstroke was long dead at that point so I'm assuming that I don't know what the word is you know like English English in Lamia literature I I don't get it so I don't know if it's a metaphor symbolism you know I know I know what alliteration is so I know it's not that but the fact that Jason turned his fear of death stroke into his alter ego that shit gotta mean something <laughs> it was something I honestly never even put together and Hank of all people was the person that noticed this. hilarious The one thing I'm really trying to understand... Okay, so... I guess Hank, you know, had been looking for this. And, you know, who knows how time works in the afterlife. Because Tim was still bloody and had the same clothes on in the hospital. In the emergency room, being shocked back to life, which is ridiculous. Y'all not gonna clean the blood up after you shock someone? Like, you cannot blood would be a conductor so you'd electrocute yourself everybody and the, the the voltage would go everywhere except his heart but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like that so whatever so Tim was still in the emergency room and we know that the ambulance went to the scene because it was like three minutes out or whatever when uh, Beast Boy was watching him and Donna what was it months ago like I can't remember the exact but it was at least at least a couple months between when Donna died and when Jason turned into uh, turned into, um, Red Hood. So that was a month. And then in between that, Hank died. But they're all around the same time. So clearly time don't work the same way there. But Hank, like, I don't understand. If you did make it across that bridge, you ain't got nobody, dude. You blew up. <laughs> you literally blew up. So much so you know they like we saw like it was inside your heart and we saw the explosion it would have been bad donna we saw had a body and we know tim had a body so maybe that was like the real legit reason he couldn't cross over i don't know but i will say like that ending i did not see that coming and i legit started to cry like i completely forgot about hank's baby brother like his his brown brother from another mother. Well, actually they had the same mother. <laughs> he was just brown. <laughs> and then like he like his brother died. They were like vigilantes or whatever. I completely forgot about that. And see, when I saw him, as soon as I saw his face, I was like, "Oh my god, that's his brother." I like got all misty. I was like, "Oh my god, Hank." I'm mad though, like he's about like, tell Dawn I love her. No fuck her she can go to hell she went to Paris that's she's probably fucking vagina deep in some penis right now because that's how she acts anyway that was the sweetest little ending and I'm so mad that like on the bridge like I legit thought we were gonna sit here and watch Tim turn into a hero on that bridge he was so lame like I get like I know he wants to be robin he hasn't had any training or whatever but you legit gave a speech about how you need to get back because you you died being a coward you turned around and ran which is a fucking normal reaction when you see a fucking gun like donna is a superhero and she has supernatural powers so of course she will step in front of a bullet a normal person is not going to do that we are not bulletproof we don't have magical you know what did she have I forget what the hell the superwoman the sword and then the the whip or whatever but he had a moment to even just be brave enough to okay let me manifest I want to be Robin, like anything like he literally was trash and that's why I was like damn it sucks that uh Hank didn't even make it across the bridge but <laughs> Tim did and he's trash but I I mean clearly it was all a part of if you want to believe destiny but it did didn't even make sense because Hank didn't have a freaking body um but the way it all worked out is pretty good and I hope you know I I don't know what the the plan is for uh Tim Drake um I really wish that he'd had a better like heroic moment even if he just manifested a you know you know so a, a skateboard a freaking i don't know anything and just like jumped across and he didn't even make it <laughs> donna had to save him the whole thing was pretty pathetic but i'm glad that he's alive because it really would have sucked especially when i feel like connor could have gotten him to the hospital faster than waiting on an ambulance but you know that's neither here nor there um there's just a couple more things i want to point out one thing and i don't know if it was intentional or if, if you know it's just you know just uh, uh, the way the effects are but when those creatures came out of the woods the first time like like it jumped out and then one was sideways I don't know what about the way that they, they filmed that but that shit scared the crap out of me like it was spooky as fuck and I was like am I supposed to notice that these creatures have similar like tendrils as ra- raven like is that like is that Raven like I know her dad's evil I don't remember the story it was really stupid it was one of the one of the reasons I didn't like that season um but is that what she did like is that what her like was she the reason those creatures were there because Hank looked pretty fucking shook that they were in that restaurant I don't think that was the first I think that was the first time that that ever happened because that one dude got his soul sucked out or or is her dad a part of it? I don't know. I don't even know if that's relevant. But I just noticed that their tendrils look similar to the ones we kept seeing from Raven. Um, and I take it she's going to bring her old lame ass back to, 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 you know, Titan's Towers. And it's like, like I, she's just supposed to... I, I don't even understand why she left in the first place. Why she was the one that was supposed to bring, him, bring back Donna when it sounds like they had a ceremony before and you know some warriors have been brought back i don't know and that maybe they went through it in that season too but y'all know how i felt about that so it's possible that i just wasn't listening i had tuned out at that point and i stopped paying attention to what was going on on um, the last thing is like how are these amazon women i i don't think that's what they're called but how are these women having kids when they're only women there there are no men so no sp- Sperm, no penetration. I mean, I, I take it these are still like human beings, or are they like supernatural forces? They're different, so they can just impregnate themselves. I'm not sure. So, if anybody knows that from the comics about Wonder Woman and you know how her they family reproduce somebody let me know. Um, so that's all I got. I think overall, this was a good episode. I, I told you why there were certain things I didn't like. I'm towards the end I was all in like it it took a minute for me it took the episode to grab a hold of me but I would honestly say once once I realized Hank like you know why Hank was there and what was actually happening it it turned out to be a really good episode um so I'm actually looking forward to the next episode because (laughs) I guess Bruce is about to burn himself alive (laughs) I don't understand (laughs) what the hell he's doing and to be frank, I don't give a fuck. But, you know, the fact that Donna showed up there to save Bruce it clearly has to mean something. Because she, I just don't understand why that's where she showed up to. So I'm, I'm hoping we get that. So um, until next time, love, peace, hair grease, a black girl magic, queen of the couch, Mimi out.
0: That was Mimi with her thoughts on the episode. So she liked it a lot better than we did. But I think she kind of also fell in line with what I said. It wasn't a bad episode. It just depended on what you took from it. And and if your interest was as invested um, as it as it really want, wanted you to be. I will say I've never watched Supernatural. So there is that. <laughs> uh, and I didn't go back and Google to see if anyone's involved that isn't Supernatural. But I bet you... You're probably right. Um, I'd be in love with my co-stars too, especially if he was fine. Mm-mm. I couldn't. I don't know how people have that restraint. It's not in my soul. <laughs> um, and Raven's dad is supposed to be like king of the underworld, but they dropped him, so I don't know how much they're trying to correlate him back into the story. It would be great because that would fall a lot better into the whole um who am i thinking of? tam uh tam- storyline later on that can cause him conflict because he ain't really dead that's not possible <laughs> all he's trying to do is come into this world which they were able to stop but yeah he's supposed to have a lot of tentacles and some shit so yeah I think because it's been so many episodes without Rachel, it's more like we didn't need her. So her just being like, hey! And then contributing nothing. It's kind of like, okay, well, we could have kept her on Mariska, but we had to bring Donna back. So, I mean, Raven's an important part of the story. So I don't want to knock her out because she's an actual Titan. Um, but at the same time, Some of these other side things it's kind of like we don't i don't want to give any fodder to the people that keep saying this is too much of a gotham show which i don't believe a hundred percent no i think that they're looking for reasons or anything to put into that argument i think some of it it's going to naturally overlap but this episode more than any others it felt as if we were with characters that don't necessarily lead to anything with the Titans other than Hank. But we didn't need to know the whole if it was just Hank and Donna, then, you know, not even because I'm still with the whole issue with Donna being a Titan. Because she was for like a hot second. Um But we need to balance out and have a Caucasian woman in the house. What? Did I say it? did it hurt your feelings because that's what she's there for uh that's all i have for this week <laughs> but if you want to tune in next week and send some feedback blockercouch at leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease blacker magic